Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 24. Is this the week that we have been waiting so long for? Last week, Nasdaq finally managed to break the 14,000 limit after gaining 1.85%. And as I told you in my previous podcast, I believe there will be a final rally and maybe this is the time when it will happen. Before we answer uh, more about that question, we will look at a few fundamental data. Last week, I told you that the one thing that you wanted to pay attention to was the consumer price index, the inflation rate. And uh, it came in uh, high, but not high enough to scare the market. Kind of strange actually, uh, because at the same time, we could see the 10 year treasury yield go down. Obviously market thinks that we can handle uh, the situation ahead of us with increasing prices, but be aware, the same thing was in 2008 uh, and actually in the 80s. What will happen in the future? We will know in the future. We can just uh, guess. But right now the situation is uh, very good. The stock market is actually poised for another mini rally as I see it. Dow Jones uh, did not have the best week last week. Uh, fell. 0.8%, but it was the big tech stocks that really moved. And talking about the tech stocks in this podcast, I usually refer to some of the major companies doing a quick technical analysis. And last week, I said I was uh, unsure if they would manage to bounce up from the bottom of uh, the trend uh, uh, because volume was low or that they would fall. I'm happy to say that I was uh, slightly wrong. The stocks uh, managed to do exactly what they were supposed to do to remain within the rising trend. So for the analysis, uh, we analyze Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Amazon, and then we do a few of the cryptos. Well, all of them came in above expectations, above my expectations. So it was a good week. And I can already tell you that the portfolio did very well, just as expected. The one thing uh, that uh, I told you over and over again uh, is to keep an eye on the treasury yield. It measures the expectations of future um, inflation and interest rates. Last week it actually fell. It fell uh, all the way down to 148. Big surprise to me. I thought that at least will it uh, stay unchanged or even go up. This kind of uh, divergence um, I even I would call it a disruption is maybe not the best uh, thing in the world, but for the very short term picture, it is one of these things that can fuel further gain. Oil uh, still doing very good. Uh, late, uh, lately, it's been traded above seventy dollar, 
today actually at 71.50 so oil is still pushing upwards remaining high and i believe that will continue gold however fell a little bit last week uh, that's correlated with uh, the 10-year treasury yield and also the gains in the market right now there is more uh, trust in that the market should move upwards than sideways or downwards so it's natural that you see a slight correction in gold and especially as the treasury yield fall what can we uh, expect from this week well as i said nasdaq is above 14,000 points and that is where we can be posed for that rally which i've been mentioning in several of my podcasts being a little bit ahead of the schedule i can also tell you that uh, as we will look into the technical analysis of these big companies we will see that they are also poisoned for further gain and that makes me believe that uh, the week can uh, be good but you never know we are still not very clear about 14,000, uh, and there are some data coming this week that can change the picture some of these things are the inflation numbers from the eu countries france germany italy uk all of them will post their numbers this week i expect they will come in high but how high remains to see uh, u.s numbers which show the yearly growth uh, inflation growth above five percent did not scare the market at all uh, maybe the market expected even more i don't know but it was for sure not uh, enough to scare the market even though if we go back to 2008 and 80s uh, we know that later the markets took a fall. Some other things uh, this week um, uh, which uh, can cause some movements in the markets is the Fed policy update. So we will know will Fed increase interest rates. And if you read a little bit uh, in the news last week, you will know that even the World Bank uh, boss said that uh, he believed interest rates has to climb to take care of the rising prices. And I believe Fed will uh, signal somewhat the same, maybe a very, very slow pace that we slowly will see interest rates go up. In addition, they uh, will start the dollar buyback uh, program. I don't think it will uh, affect market very much, but it could affect some of the uh, stocks which rely heavily on foreign currencies. We will see. On Tuesday, we will have the retail numbers, and I expect that they will also slightly go upwards as markets again are open after being shut down from COVID for a long time. Trying to understand, will it be a red week or a green week? Well, it's uh, not easy to say. All the technical indicators indicate that the market should continue to push upwards and at even faster pace. I have also been mentioning in my podcast something called overbought oversold. It's based on the relative strength index. You can use a lot of different indicators, but it's a very common terminology uh, to speak about overbought or oversold markets. And uh, as I mentioned last week, as uh, some of these meme stocks went into overbought, usually in overbought things go uh, very fast and often very high. It is driven by uh, euphorism. There is way too many uh, positive people driving things a little bit further than it should. And usually you get a hard fall afterwards. And right now we can see tendencies in the market 
that it's getting close to this euphoric market. We can use uh, many things uh, to measure this. We can use the relative strength index, as I mentioned. And if we look at uh, sing, uh, some uh, single stocks, some single tech stocks, you can see that the relative strength index is getting high. We'll get back to that in just a minute when we start looking at the Apple, Microsoft, etc. But also for the market as such, we can see that the general uh, relative strength index combined for all of them is getting high. Another thing we can look at is, of course, the buy, sell and hold signals issued. And if we look uh, across all of the world, we can see that right now from more than 34,000 tickers, there is 36% buy signals given. That is not very high, but it's getting high. And uh, breaking it down, starting to look at the US, we can see that Nasdaq have 37% buy signals. Last time Nasdaq took a huge uh, correction down, the buy signals uh, were all up in well above 40. It was actually, I believe, between 45 and 50 last time we had a major correction. So there is still uh, more to go on. But as we are getting close to this 40, we can also see that stocks are getting into overbought. The market is getting into overbought. And uh, as I said, when things are overbought, they usually go very fast. And these are the things that tells me that we might just be poisoned for the rally, which I have been mentioning. I used to call it the final rally uh, because I really do believe that it will be the final rally for a long time. Uh, I have some ideas where we can head. It would be so interesting to see if that will be the case. You have to remember that uh, in the United States and many other countries, the governments are still pumping uh, cash into the market, fueling these uh, markets. Uh, and the stimulus check, we know that these stimulus checks are being uh, put, some of them, straight into the markets to buy a GME, GameStop, uh, AMC, or any of these meme stocks which are so highly popular right now. If we go to... Um, New York Stock Exchange, we can see that New York Stock Exchange is very high, it's 50. Uh, and it's uh, getting into this overbought and I expect that it can hold for a little bit more before falling down. Going to London, we can also see that London is starting to get high, 39, Frankfurt 37. And if we go um, across over to Asia, we can see that uh, Tokyo is 29 and Chesson in China is 27. So all the signs are there. There is a lots and lots of buy signals in the market right now. And these are the things that indicate that we can push higher. So will the market go into a frantic uh, rally, <clears throat> moving very fast, maybe 5-10% uh, in a very short time, before having a correction? We will see. The long picture is hard to tell. The short picture is a little easier. And the short picture indicates that this may very well happen all this um, said i believe uh, we can have a green week but again nasdaq being at fourteen thousand, which is this uh, resistance uh, level can also be the point where it turns down but i don't manage to see that in the market right now but I have been mistaken. What I really believe is that we will not have a sideways market. It would either be fairly up or fairly down. It should be a good market for trading 
in my opinion. And uh, let's uh, move on to um, the technical analysis and let's start with uh, Apple. And last week I told you that uh, I would believe uh, Apple would end the week at $123. Well, um, Apple did better than that. It ended at $127.35, so it was a little bit better than expected. But as I said, I didn't expect much movements uh, at all. And there were uh, really no big movements in the Apple stock for the week as such. Right now, Apple have a buy signal from the short-term moving average. It is very close to giving a buy signals from the long-term moving average. Actually, I think that will happen today. The only thing that worries is the divergence in volume, meaning that uh, the price is going up, but the volume do not go up. Actually, the volume is very low uh, compared to previous. But relative strength index is again on the way up. It's 58 now <coughs> to get into overbought it needs to get above 75 so it's still not overbought it's still push uh, way higher i think uh, that will happen that we will get these buy signals from the long-term moving average uh, i will even believe that we can see a slight turn in the volume and with no resistance before 130 and later 132 i think for sure <coughs> excuse me these uh, levels will be broken with good support at 126, later at 124, everything is posed for further uh, upturn in Apple right now. So from being slightly negative last week, I am turning more positive. And as I told you, the stock is moving up from the bottom uh, of the trend, which usually is a good sign. But with a high relative strength index coming soon, it also indicates that it will be very hard to break uh, the previous high at 135. There is nothing in the chart indicating that that will happen. Right now it's indicating that it will continue on this um, good push upwards. For short push to 130, maybe 132, 133 and then turn downwards. Uh, and from a technical perspective, if it turns down in the middle of the trend, that could be a, a sign of worry. But we are not there yet, so we'll not discuss that so hard. For the week as such, uh, I believe Apple will push upwards, that it should hit 132 high during week, maybe even 133, and then uh, fall a little bit backwards and will end the week somewhere around 130. So uh, this is uh, the one week where I find it is uh, more positive after being negative to Apple for many, many weeks as it's been falling. The other stock is uh, Microsoft. And last week I was almost $18 off target. So I uh, missed fairly on Microsoft last week saying that I thought it would end the week somewhere around $240 actually ended close to 260 257.89 to be correct and uh, it's uh, given a buy signal from the short-term moving average it's given a buy signal from the long-term moving average it's given a buy signal from the correlation between these two the relationship between these two averages uh, but like in apple there is also a divergence in volume the price is going up but the volume is not going up Usually that uh, indicates uh, that we can expect uh, changes in the price. 
but uh, with some good support below and not too much resistance above it's not indicating anything scary will happen right now relative strength index is getting very close to overbought it's 73 as we know uh, when things get into overbought it can just continue higher last time uh, microsoft went into overbought was after giving a golden star signal in march it went into a straight rally uh, and went from 21 about 232 straight up to 261 being overbought in the very last period so looking at the history we know that the, the stock usually doesn't last very long when being overbought the golden star i refer to is a signal that you will only find at stockinvest.us was invented by me in 2007 and it's about how the long and the short uh, term moving average crosses each other in a specific way in the price line it's a very good signal especially if it's a liquid stock given a good support uh, below as i say everything is indicating that the stock should move <coughs> upwards but i don't see uh, microsoft moving very hard upwards uh, more in a slow controlled uh, pace and especially that uh, being overbought tells me that it can get into one two days where it do some could even be three four dollars in one uh, run <clears throat> but that it should not move way too fast I believe uh, for the week as such, we will see Microsoft move between 250 and $265, uh, ending actually uh, somewhere, I would say, close to where it is today. But let's be a little positive and say that it will end at $260. And uh, interestingly uh, enough, with the relative strength index being as high i think that this might be uh, the last week can even happen at the end of the week uh, with the uh, microsoft gains for this sometime last time it topped out uh, with the relative index at 83 it fell from 261 down to 239 so it fell 21 22 dollars after hitting a very high relative strength index and i think that we might see somewhat the same by the end of this week or early next week but we will leave target at the 260 and uh, also some of the first time in weeks i am positive to microsoft after being negative seeing the stock fall for some time then it's uh, tesla that super hard stock uh, to really get the exact price level on last week i said i thought uh, Apple, uh, tesla would stay managed to climb up to 660 never managed that ending the week at 609.89 so just below 610 dollars the volatility in uh, tesla is uh, currently gone usually tesla is a stock that move very much uh, both in short and medium term but lately it's been moving sideways between 560 and 630 with uh, less and less daily movements but you can also see this in the volume the volume is getting lower and lower and right now <clears throat> there is nothing in the chart indicating that we should see a rally in uh, tesla anytime soon i was uh, under the impression that the stock should easily push upwards to 700 dollars 
but with that falling volume uh, there is nothing indicating that it will happen so i will go a little bit away from that opinion the one thing that can trigger things is of course that the uh, relative think index is getting high again it's 60 and if the market get into this uh, very very good buying opportunity this last rally as i referred to we can see uh, tesla also do the same so that is one of the triggers that can push uh, tesla much higher sell signal from the long-term moving average a buy signal from the shorter moving average volume is uh, getting low and low but the stock been moving sideways so it's not the complete divergence so it's not that uh, worst sign can easily mean that if the volume picks up the stock should uh, actually manage to push upwards support around 600 and 580 and right now any level below 600 to 560 uh, should be considered a buying opportunity if the stock managed to climb as high as 660 700 that should be considered a possible selling opportunity looking at the medium to long term we can see that tesla has now established a falling trend and as long as it's within the trend everything indicates that that will continue also in the longer term picture will be uh, very interesting to follow uh, i have seen things change very fast right now uh, uh, lately and uh, things may very well change to the better for tesla but we'll be uh, keeping that 660 dollar target because i think tesla will be able to push upwards to 660. nothing very scary uh, actually it looks like it could be a slight boring week um, ahead with no major movements other than just steady slower slowly upwards so we will uh, keep the 660 dollar target for tesla and so far we've been right about the direction but wrong about uh, the price that it should hit each week amazon is usually one stock that i'm almost on the dollar on every time last week i said i believed amazon would hit 3150 but it went much better than that it was actually almost 200 dollars off so i was really off amazon last week Amazon did way better, ending at 3,346. And right now, uh, Amazon is pushing uh, towards uh, all time high again, <coughs> uh, which is just about 3,500. So it's pushing in that direction after a very good week. Buy signals from short term moving average, long term moving average. Uh, volume is following the stock somewhat, but not very well. Also, Amazon is uh, getting high on the relative strength index. It's 70, uh, needs to get to 75 before starting uh, being overbought. Last time uh, Amazon went into overbought was uh, early April. Like uh, Microsoft, it went uh, straight up to 83 on the relative strength index, gaining uh, almost $200 in this period or 8-9%. So we see the same signs now, the same possible signs like we saw in uh, April that we can head for a mini rally pushing upwards. Resistance at 3,400, 3,450. On the downside, it finds support at 3,300, later at 3,200, 3,100. But there is nothing indicating that the stock should fall below 3,200 anytime 
soon simply because it remains within the trend and last week's uh, nice lift gives new support below so it's broke up this resistant level and then we flip them and call them support levels that is how technical analysis work and it usually works very well for the week as such i believe that uh, amazon will move between 3250 and 3450 so nothing really spectacular this week uh, unless we see a change in volume and if we get into a frantic market your market really push hard we get these good old times where nasdaq do two three to two three percent in a day well amazon can do the same thing even more so uh, if we do it uh, if we get there also uh, amazon will do the same thing and especially since these stocks are getting close to overbought that is where things really can fast happen fast fast up and later fast down all of the stocks because now we are done with the stocks we'll go into a few crypto analysis before we will look at my portfolio all of these uh, stocks indicate the same thing as i said they're getting high on relative strength index that is where the fun really can happen with fast movements but also indicating that we should look at possible exit points uh, because usually usually after a frantic rally there is a good exit point where you can get out high and maybe buy in at lower prices later the chart uh, indicates uh, more or less what i just said uh, in the very beginning of the bottom markets the market is getting high it's getting close to these overbought levels where things can happen very fast and all of these things indicate to me that uh, it's most likely will be a good green week but things as i said again can change very fast none of the charts indicate uh, that it will be a boring weekend meaning that it's horizontal and uh, that it will end somewhere around fourteen thousand next week my guess is that we will see by end of friday we will see markets either upwards 14,800, or that it goes the opposite downwards to 13,200. So I expect more or less uh, the possibility of seeing 800 point gain or loss during the week. Bitcoin. Uh, I predicted the Bitcoin fall uh, before it happened. It was right uh, for most week. But the uh, last two weeks I've been slightly bit uh, too negative. Last week uh, I said that I thought uh, we would see another dip in Bitcoin pushing it down. But the 30,000 uh, support level has been holding, it pushed downwards to 30,000. But as I said, the level held and Bitcoin is again pushing upwards. I actually got uh, a target as low as 25,000 last week, but on Friday, Bitcoin ended at 37,000. I also been telling you over the last two podcasts that I think we might be at the bottom uh, uh, of the fall for crypto and that we should start to push upwards again and if we look uh, if we look at the chart it shows uh, exactly what i was saying and what i am saying now uh, everything signals that uh, it might have bottomed it tried several times several times to break down 30 didn't manage been moving sideways between some 32 and 40,000 for a few weeks now 
Right now, again, testing upwards as a buy signal from the short-term moving average, a sell signal that will turn into a buy signal anytime soon. Uh, relative strength index is moving nicely upwards. Uh, so everything is there except the volume. It's not the volume that we want to see. It's uh, should have been a little bit more momentum, but that momentum may very well come back as uh, Bitcoin is about to break 40,000. And to me, it looks like the following thing will happen. We will have a sharp upturn to $50,000. Uh, and everyone will believe that will be the big uh, fun of crypto. But I think that will also be uh, the next huge selling point. Looking at the chart, simply because there is so much resistance between uh, 50 and 65,000 that I don't manage to see Bitcoin being able to break that anytime soon. So to me, it looks like we will have a short-term rally where you can uh, enjoy some very uh, good daily gains. We are talking another 20% upside for uh, Bitcoin right now, up to the, from the 40 to the 50. So I think that will happen in one uh, big boom. Could be just a few days uh, of fun. Uh, Bitcoin going straight up to 50,000 and then take a nice stall, a no stall. So that's uh, ex ex exactly what I expect. Relative stink index is not overbought. Last time Bitcoin was overbought uh, was back uh, mid of April when it hit 65,000. Later April 30th when it hit 60,000. Now it's uh, only 58. So there is plenty of uh, room for the relative stink index to go up. And that correlates with uh, little resistance, it's correlate with uh, the expectation that Bitcoin will go straight up to 50. But as it will hit 50, I expect also the relative strength index to touch uh, 80 level uh, and showing a overbought crypto ready for a correction down. So this week uh, I will flip uh, my target. Uh, as I told you, I thought last week would be the turning point for Bitcoin. I will stick to that ID, didn't go as slow as I uh, expected to go, but it will go to 50. And my next uh, prediction is that after hitting 50, embrace yourself because I think that we will see a fall in the crypto market, uh, which will shake a lot of people. But uh, that will be uh, for the next week to analyze. Right now, everything is looking super in the very short term pictures the um yeah and that makes us uh, believe uh, that we will hit fifty thousand so we keep fifty thousand as a target till friday the other uh, crypto that we analyze is uh, dogcoin and i believe uh, dogcoin will do somewhat the same as uh, uh, bitcoin will do that it will have a very nice week pushing upwards and uh, Dogecoin has hardly any volume but it's following the price a little bit better and uh, that makes me believe uh, that when volume returns you will have an even faster upturn in Dogecoin than you had in Bitcoin there will be more percentage upside in Dogecoin than in Bitcoin so if you are after the percentages my bet will be that Dogecoin will do better 
sell signal from short-term moving average, long-term moving average, but both of them are so close that the Dogecoin only need to increase a few cents and they will turn into buy signals. The volume is following, as I said, the crypto somewhat okay. And uh, you should just watch any sign of volume increase will uh, definitively mean an increase in price, in my opinion. Some support at the... Uh, 30 cent later at 27 and then 20 so it's uh, some risk on the downside on the upside the first huge resistance is 37 cents but i don't manage to see that be a big obstacle actually i don't manage to see any real obstacles before we start to hit above 60 cents when getting close to that previous high of 68 uh, uh, closing price end of day price we know that the dog was traded well above 68, but that's end of day prices. So for the week as such, I expect a really good week uh, for dog coin. Uh, exactly where it will end, uh, hard to say, but uh, I think at the, the, at the week high can be higher than 50 cents. Uh, but I believe it will end somewhere around 50 cents by the end of the week. So that... Uh, is uh, the first time in many weeks that you really hear me optimistic about crypto. But let me remind you, it is short-term. That's what I see. I see short-term gains. Then I think there will be a massive sell-off. All of this, uh, as you might uh, recognize, correlates with what I think that we will see in the stock markets as well. We will have this uh, good, good rally. And at the end of the rally, we will get back uh, to the law of nature and have some major corrections. And it's uh, so funny because uh, you can hear what I say, so you can measure how well I will do. And the future will always tell the answer. And last week I was uh, too pessimistic. Maybe I'm too optimistic this week. We will see. The best thing that can happen is that everything goes up in a slower pace. That is what you want. You don't want these rallies because whatever go fast up usually go fast down. Um, I told you this um, about Ur Energy, that I like the movement of Ur Energy going slower, not uh, in fast steps because that's much more solid and uh, made me believe that uh, the stock would continue to do well forward and that uh, brings us over to the podcast where i actually have uh, sorry the portfolio where i actually have your energy and we will start uh, uh, with the high risk uh, stock diffusion pharmaceuticals if you're a new listener you haven't listened to me before let me just quickly remind you that uh, ever since christmas i've been telling you about one of my portfolios you can follow my uh, advices and see how it's actually doing in reality and since Christmas we've been following my high-risk portfolio is uh, I don't recommend you to be too exposed in the high-risk uh, stocks because that's where money is made but also lost and as I told you over and over again I have personally reduced my exposure in the stock market quite much last week I actually increased it a little bit so no I'm close to 56 67 percent of my assets into stock market because i think that we are heading towards a rally i think that the risk reward is interesting right now so, so from 
being reducing all the way uh, just before Christmas and into the February is when I started to reduce my exposure. I have been increasing a little bit. And uh, uh, my portfolio is divided into three sections. It's the low-risk stocks, the medium-risk stocks, uh, and the high-risk stocks. And long ago, I got rid of the low-risk stocks because I didn't believe that they would perform any good. In this stock was... Um, Apple and uh, Microsoft, they were sold with profit. Later, I rebought Apple at 120, was back up to 135, but have not got back into these low risk, uh, what I consider to be low risk stocks uh, lately, simply because I've reduced my exposure in the market. I put, when I sold these stocks, I put the money into the bank, waiting for a right buying opportunity. But I kept uh, some of the medium and high risk stocks because I believe they could do fairly good. And uh, one of these stocks um, is Diffusion Pharmaceutical. And uh, last week, the Diffusion Pharmaceuticals had a somewhat okay week, ending at uh, 79 cents. And everything indicates uh, that the stock should continue to move uh, upwards. Uh, and uh, 79 cents means that it made another 6-7% last week, so it's heading in the right direction. The other stock which I told you that uh, would do good last week in my opinion was NEO, and NEO had a good week uh, uh, as such. And it's nice to see these green tech stocks getting back uh, on track, and everything uh, indicates that they might even push higher. If you look at NEO, well NEO is overbought on the relative strength index. But that means it can get into a rally where it finally pushes upwards to the 60 before taking a natural reaction down. On the downside, you find good support at 44. And that makes me optimistic and make me believe that even if it gets a correction, it will, uh, it will not be very hard. And the stock in general will push upwards. Last week, the stock ended at 45.46. And gave around 9% last week. So you can see already the two first stocks were doing very good. However, my uh, Norwegian oil stock had an okay week, uh, but did not manage to do uh, as previously, where it's been going up. It's been such a good investment since the beginning. Uh, when I first put into the portfolio. It's more than doubled, uh, actually. Last week, it ended at uh, 561, slightly down from the week before, uh, actually 30 cents. So that was uh, one of the stocks that did have a negative week. But I don't worry, as I said, oil price is going up, and this stock is just going to continue upwards uh, since Christmas, since I first told you about this stock, it's up 51, almost 52%. The other stock uh, is um, Arbutus, and uh, Arbutus uh, had, well, not, not a very good week. Uh, moved little up, little sideways, gave 10% gain, ending the week at 3 but everything was poisoned for uh, Arbutus going uh, up. It was as high as uh, 3.50 intraday, but fell the last three trading days from 3.44. Uh, 
uh, intraday, uh, sorry, end, uh, end of day price, uh, price high. But volume is following the stock, and that believes that uh, makes me believe that they will turn this week and just continue upwards. So I'm very happy with the 10% gain, but early in the week it was much more. The uh, next stock is uh, Ur Energy, as I mentioned, and what I like about Ur Energy is just moving slowly slowly upwards that's exactly what you want and looking at the chart it looks so interesting so good support below very little resistance above and everything indicates that it should just continue to push upwards uh, i like uh, that setting because uh, with uh, little uh, resistance above good support below you have that risk reward which is so interesting and since uh, I bought Uerge, I don't remember, must have been some seven, eight weeks ago, it's up almost 70%, 69%. So it's just another stock that's doing very good uh, so far. And as I said, I believe that we will have another good week uh, for your energy. The uh, lottery ticket uh, velocity energy, well, it is moving a little bit up and down, but in general, it stays somewhere where it's uh, been over the last few weeks, 7.5 cents. I think it was up at 10 early last week, then back to uh, 6, back to 7.5. But as we get into overbought, uh, I think this might be a week where we will see changes in uh, velocity energy. It might also be that I will consider to go out of this stock, it's my lottery ticket. I love this. Um, I love uh, one or two of these uh, pink stocks uh, because they have such a huge potential. But I have to try to correlate. Uh, uh, I have to try to align uh, my strategy what uh, in towards what I believe the market will do. And uh, I believe if we get into this rally, which I think, I think that we will see velocity energy go up to. 20 maybe even 30 cents that will give me maybe as much as 200 percent profit and it will be time to get velocity out of portfolio so i keep a, a closer eye on it but so far it stays it, these are money that i'm totally willing to lose because as i said it's a lottery ticket buying a uh, ukugen last week uh, turned out to be uh, not a super good choice because ukugen did not have a very good week actually just after buying it it decided to take a fall and uh, was actually uh, sold out of my portfolio I use stop loss uh, stop loss prevents you from having huge loss so Uke again uh, was sold when it hit 8% uh, stop loss it was sold and I decided that uh, it's a good idea to get back so i actually rebought um again uh, back into my portfolio at 650 but had to take a loss uh, for more than 10 percent on the again investment so uh with um, again uh, and uh, petrogeo service doing bad well the rest of them went so well the last two stocks uh, in the portfolio is Tencent Music and Zoom. And Tencent Music, 
are slow last week. Now very big movements. Ending the week at 15.47. So it was more or less the same like the week before. It was a six cent gain. So really not much. But this is one of the stocks that I believe in. I have actually again increased uh, exposure in Tencent Music because I believe it's a very good risk reward with low downside, good potential upside. You may ask why don't I uh, want to put more into Neo or Diffusion or any of these that really is pushing high. Your energy, well, uh, if things happen, these stocks will take a, a higher fall. So Tencent Music is in what I call my medium risk uh, portfolio and I like to have a a proper ratio between these high and low risk stocks. So Medica is what I consider high risk stocks and kept in the high risk end of portfolio. And uh, so Medica was really testing uh, the $1 limit last week and I thought that it would break uh, upwards but really did not manage. Volume is following the stock somewhat okay. It's high on the relative stick index, in that lot of resistance and support level uh, just uh, above and below today's price that indicates that nothing really fast will happen i was hoping last week that it could be able to push above 107 do a quick run upwards to 120 30 and give me a selling opportunity didn't happen and right now uh, there is no real indication other than volume is very low which is interesting because i believe that uh, volume will pick up and I think that it's suited with all this support low. I think it's suited for another upturn. But it doesn't seem to be uh, of the fast kind because it's really not poisoned for these things where it goes uh, into overbought. Maybe by the end of the week, if it managed to push slowly upwards to 110, let's say $110, that you can get into this uh, pose touching uh, last resistance close to overbought and you can have these uh, rallies that we often see in these penny stocks but no really huge expectations for the week other than i think that they will be green ending at uh, 94.7 uh, cent uh, it was only a three percent gain uh, over the last week but with the different weights, the different stocks, etc., the portfolio came out very last, very nice last uh, week with more than 8.8% gain in total. About portfolio in general, uh, I don't think that you should have uh, as many stocks as I have in the portfolio right now, unless you have a decent uh, chunk uh, of money. Depending uh, on the size, uh, I would say uh, the size of your portfolio money-wise, I would say that having upwards to five to six stocks uh, usually is enough uh, for your portfolio. You can rather have several different portfolios if you have enough spending cash. So uh, I also look to get out of some stocks. I thought maybe that I would be able to get out of uh, soup last week with a rally, didn't happen. But anytime I see anything go into some rally mode where you can expect a correction later, I will be out. Right now, I think that uh, the stocks that might come up for sale could be Ur Energy if it suddenly goes into a rally again. Uh, so that's one stock which I keep an eye on. Uh, 
if uh, Arbutus for some reason should go into rally hats happen before remember Arbutus was all the way up to nine uh, before Christmas then falling back so Arbutus is also one of these stocks that can go into a sudden rally but I don't see that happen next week so I keep an eye on them uh, soon Ur Energy are two of the stocks and of course Ukugen. Uh, there are some Ukugen news expected this week which I think can push the stock uh, high. Uh, last thing to be said about portfolio, last time I bought Ukugen the same thing happened, it was uh, sold out of portfolio just to bounce up and do a double. So uh, I made that mistake uh, with Ukugen last time. When it was uh, sold out of my portfolio, I did not rebuy it. Ukugen is a super volatile portfolio, and as I said, this is a stock, and as I said, this is my high risk portfolio. So the stocks which I have are for those who like high risk, um, but again, high risk also means exactly what it says high risk, you can have these huge drops, uh, but also the good upturn. After a few weeks, a uh, few very good weeks, uh, you might expect a slow week, but I expect that this will also be a very good week for the portfolio. It might be the last week uh, uh, where we see so good gains as we have seen the last three weeks in a row. All this uh, said, uh, I am on travel right now. I'm in uh, Norway. Again, this portfolio became way too long. I'm doing it... Uh, with not my standard equipment, so I hope that uh, the sound quality was not so bad. As usual, I'll end the podcast wishing you a good week. I really hope that you will have a green week, that you will be able to cash in, make your portfolio grow. And we will speak again in another week. Bye.